Kumlein Avlak Gemara, where Daflamet Ches Amen Aleph and Masech Tebeya. So we are up to about six, six lines at the top. Basically, the discussion here is we have, just like we have Tchum Shabbos, we have Tchum Yamtiv, there's a limit how far you can walk. What about your objects? So we say that your objects, like your animals, can only walk the Tchum of their owner. And then if you gave it over to somebody before Shabbos, then whoever that new owner is, it's their Tchum. And we talked about if you gave it over to a shepherd. Then the Shmuel says, Amar Shmuel. Shmuel came along and said, Shoyr Shel Patum. A person who fattens up uh, cows and oxen and all that in order to sell them. So the, the primary purpose of having these cows is to sell it to other people. And he knows that comes young to people who come and purchase it. Anybody, doesn't matter for where they come from in the world. If somebody, let's say, in a, is in a neighboring city, not even a member of your city, but they haven't within the tchum, so they can walk over or they made themselves a tchum. If, since it's very common for people to come on Yom Tov to buy, it's as if you had a mind before Yom Tov, whoever ends up to be the owner, it's theirs all along. So therefore, whoever takes over, buys the animal, it's the tchum of that new owner, even though it took place on Yom Tov, but the person who sold it already anticipated this happening prior to Yom Tov. Um, when it comes to a shepherd, a shepherd generally is not into selling so much, mainly because he's there to mind other people's sheep or he raises his own sheep. Sometimes, occasionally he sells it. So him, he only really had a mind local. Somebody might need a last minute thing, but he doesn't intend, he doesn't think that people will travel from another city to him because they don't know for sure that he'll, that he'll sell. Why would they make that trip on Yom Tif, to walk that long distance? Only the people of the local city, he anticipated maybe they'll come and buy it, but he'd never had any idea that somebody from far away will come on Yom Tif to buy the animal from him. So therefore the Tchum will be like the shepherd. The mission then said, if I borrow a keli from someone, but prior to Yom Tev, then it takes on the tchum of the borrower and not the lender. So obviously came Yom Tev, it was in the hands, it was the ownership of the borrower, so to speak. So of course it follows the tchum of the borrower. So we need in the case, we talked about it before Yom Tev. So all we did was dibur before Yom Tev, but the actual transaction took place on Yom Tov itself. So Ma'u the Tem, I would have thought, since the, the borrower did not take possession until Yom Tov itself. Talking alone is not enough. Kamash that talking is enough. So with prior to Yom Tov, we spoke about that you're going to take the animal, it then sort of transfers ownership as far as Tchum is concerned to the borrower, even though he physically picked it up on Yom Tov itself. Says so <clears throat> Messiah, Lea, prove it to you or support the Rabbi and Rabbi show you If I borrow, if I just if I organize with you to borrow something and I discuss it with you prior to the actual transfer didn't take place until Yamtiv itself. It takes on the tchum of the borrower. Talking is enough. Then the Mishnah says, but be Yomtiv, if it all took place on Yomtiv, then it's like the lender. Now we're talking about talking. So when you tell me that it took place on Yomtiv, we're not talking about the transfer, but that was a previous case. So you're talking about that we didn't even start the discussions until Yomtiv proper. So therefore, prior to Yomtiv, it was a lender's. So that's why we followed Chum of the lender. See, my treat isn't that obvious. It was the beginning of Yomtiv, it was the lender's. There was no borrower involved, no talking. So of course, you follow the Chum of the lender. We need the following case. Generally, very occasionally, this person comes along on Yom Tov or Shabbat, whatever it is, and he borrows it from me. 
So therefore, Maut, I would have thought, even though we didn't speak about it, it's as if we spoke about it. I know that every Yamtiv you come to me and you borrow this. is as if already before Yamtiv, I anticipated you coming tomorrow as well to borrow from me. And therefore, I already transferred it, you know, as far as my thoughts are. It's already in the borrower's domain, so maybe we should follow the tchum of the borrower, Kamashalan. No, because since every time you come over before Yom Tov, you say, you know, I want to borrow this on Yom Tov, and this time you didn't. So the lender thinks himself, maybe you found some other person, maybe the borrower found another person who, and he borrowed from that person. He's not planning to come to me at all, but he didn't come to me before Yom Tov. <coughs> and therefore, maybe there's no transfer at all. And the in the Chiddush, and, and that's the Prat Mishnah. But even though you come to me every Yom but because you didn't come this Yom and we didn't speak about it, I didn't really anticipate your coming. So we followed Chum of the lender. Then the Mishnah continues. The Mishnah talks about if a woman uh, borrowed from her friend spices and water and salt that she's going to repay the friend with. He's going to bring back uh, after Yom uh, or um, um, and so on. So if the thing is that. This considered as if the dough has a mixture of two owners and they overlap, and your chum can only be with the father overlap. But who ignores the water, but everything else he does except. So Yomara says, Kisolik Rab Abba, when Rab Abba made his trek to Israel, Amar, before he went to Israel, he said, Hey Rabba, I wish the Ema Milsa did his kabbal. I wish I can say something in Israel that they'll actually listen to me and they won't object to what I have to say. And definitely won't scoff what I have to say. When he finally arrived to Israel, Ashkeh, he found, he found Rabbi Yechanan, he found Rabbi Yechanan, and Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Chanina, Rabbi Papi, and Rabbi Zayda, and others say, Rabbi Vu, it's very hard to understand how Rabbi Yechanan is together with these two, but Rabbi Vu, and Rabbi Shimon Pazir, and Rabbi Yasri, they were sitting there, and they were asking the following question, this is the discussion they're having, am I? Why is it that we treat the dough because it has some salt in it and some water in it? We treat it as if there are two owners. Levatl mayim Why don't we apply the rules of bitl of nullification? And we normally say that if you have, you know, bottle bashishim, why don't we say that the salt is completely nullified in contrast to the dough and so to the water? And therefore, it, the total owner now is this, the, the woman who owns the bar, the one who owns the, owns the dough. And the tchum should follow that owner. Why do we also still follow the owner of the spices or the salt? That was a question they asked. Uh, and therefore, we should ignore the tchum of the owner of the salt. Omelu Rabba, Rabba said to them, <clears throat> Rabba's point is going to be just because the, the, the salt is a minute amount or the spices or even the water, <clears throat> does that mean, therefore, that that person forfeits their ownership? We're talking about ownership here. Remember, it's a question of, of money, of ownership. Just because it's a very small part, therefore what? They're no longer the owner of it. <clears throat> and the person who has who has the majority is now allowed to eat the entire thing and there's no other owner here. Why should, the, when it comes to ownership, be lost just because you're a very small partner? Uh, said, let me ask you a question. What happens if one person has one cab of wheat that falls into a pile of 10 cabin of wheat of somebody else, another owner? So you're going to, according to your logic, you're going to tell me, well, one to 10 is, is, is nullified, is bottle. So the owner of the 10 now owns all 11. Yoichel Halal, the owner of the 10 now can eat all 11, and, and he is happy. Just because the guy only had one before the, the ownership is gone, it just vanishes in the wind. And you want to say the same thing. You want to say that the salt and the water, the ownership should be gone, and therefore the tchum should only follow the dough. 
um, in the case of the wheat. Are you going to tell me the ownership just dissipates or vanishes altogether? Of course not. Um, so Sigma so says, I, you have me a question, why is it a bottle? Let's have a question, but that's not how it works. They all smiled at him. In other words, they sneered at him. He got very offended. He said, did I steal your shirt? What are you give? What are you staring at me for? What's that smirk? So what happened? They left him again because Apsafa didn't understand what they were trying to say. They thought his question was his, his response was ludicrous. The people in Israel were right for mocking and smiling and laughing at Rabbi Wu's um, answer. Why were they right in, in Rabbi's answer? Why would they write in the, in mocking him? Because it's very simple. Rabab himself should have known the answer. Why did he choose an example of wheat and wheat? Not, let's say, one person owned one cob of barley and another person owned 10 cobs of wheat and ask the same question. So therefore, the, the owner of the, of the barley vanishes. Why did he ask of a question of wheat and wheat? Two similar things. So just to quickly remind you, we have a rule that min and min. You have two separate, two different kinds of things get mixed together. We always follow the majority, or we go after shishim. The, the, the taste is totally nullified. But if it's min bimin, two of the same min, we have an argument. The chacham says it's also bottle, the same thing, or But Rabbi says min bimin is not bottle. On the contrary, they reinforce each other. So wheat and wheat. Is is min bemina, and and wheat and barley is min b'she'enamina. So why did he choose dafke to talk about wheat and wheat and not about wheat and barley? I'll tell you why. Why did he not choose an example? We didn't choose an example of one guy owns wheat, one guy owns barley, and the guy with the barley is nullified. Why did he choose that as an example? And and you know the owner of the wheat now is happy because the barley is nullified, because in that case he agrees that it is bottled. That the owner of the wheat now gets to keep the whole amount because it's bottled. He agrees. It's His problem was because when you have wheat and wheat, and, and therefore it's the same min. And therefore it's not bottled. The same thing over here. But the point is, who says that min bimin is not bottled? Only Rabbi Huda. But the halach is like a chamin, but min is also bottled. So therefore, what's his question? It is bottled, yes. And over here, the, the, the question of these Amaraim is a valid question. Why don't we say that the order and the salt becomes bottled to the dough? After Shabbos, of course, you'll pay it back. But right now, in this dough itself, it is totally bottled. So, chitin, chitin, ami. He, true, the Rabbi Huda, like bottle, Rabbi Huda, taka holds in that bottle, but a bottle, a bottle, a bottle holds in his bottle. So, therefore, they rejected Ababa's answer, and that's why they mocked him, because he didn't answer the question at all. Our question is, the water and the salt should be bottled to the dough. <clears throat> Um, Safra said to Rabbi you're defending these rabbis from mocking Rabbi Abba. I think Rabbi Abba has a very valid point. Moshe Shapik Amrit, he said, I swear the name Moshe or Moshe, you're hush of a person. You, you think you said the right thing? Didn't you hear the whole discussion? What Rabbi Ketusfa said, name Rav. Very interesting halacha. When you sell uh, wheat, right? You sell, let's say, a cava wheat. People expect that in the cava wheat, you'll have a few pebbles, some extraneous products that are not really wheat, but it's all part of the cava. And that's people accept. So if I, a, a, a guy comes over and pulls out all the pebbles of the wheat and now, and, and gives it back to the person who owns the wheat, the person who owns the wheat just suffered a loss. 
because when he was selling a cob of wheat before, it included these pebbles. And he got his full $100 for it, let's say. And now that you pulled out the pebbles, I got to give more wheat to get to that cob. So you cost me. So somebody comes along thinking he's doing the right thing by pulling out all the pebbles and all these extraneous products from the wheat. The din is he has to actually pay him the value of those rocks in, in wheat. In other words, let's say he took away a quarter of a cob of pebbles and other things. He has to give this person back a quarter of a cob of wheat because that person now is going to sell the wheat. is going to have to add a quarter of a cob of wheat to make up that full cob. Alma, what do we see from here? That killer chasli, because the measure, doesn't matter the value, what, what value do rocks have? Zero. But because it's part of the measure of the cow, and you now caused him a loss, you now have to reimburse it, even though it has no value. So the same thing here. Water and salt, uh, the waters are, are part of the measure, even though they have so little value. What value does water have? Nevertheless, they are equal value as the dough. And that is why it's not bottled. Just like the pebbles are not bottled in, the, even though it's a minority, it's not bottled in the wheat. So too, when, when it comes to ownership, it does not become bottled the, the water and the salt into the dough. And that's why it's considered a dough that has two owners. And the, and the, and the, the chum is only where they overlap. turned around to the and said, don't you know there's a difference between in the case of the wheat, the owner of the wheat has tainus to the person who came along and pulled out the pebbles. So he's taking the guy to the He's demanding the guy to reimburse him. Okay, the fact that there's an owner there who demands reimbursement, that is why it's not bottled. But in our case over here, during Yomtev, nobody's demanding reimbursement. The owner of the water and the salt is not demanding reimbursement. After Yomtev, you have to pay me, but not from this water and salt, and I'm not demanding reimbursement during Yomtev. So therefore, there's no, no Tevin. There's nobody demanding any money. There's no Tevin and the water and the salt should become bottled to the dough. <clears throat> On Malays, in other words, Abai is making a distinction between money that has, has someone claiming it, then we say it's not bottled, and money that has no one claiming it, it is bottled. On Malays, so stop, so back to Abai. <clears throat> so you're telling me, the time according to you, you're telling me if there's nobody claiming it, then even though it's monetary, it loses, it, it comes bottled. So you're saying it depends if there's a claim or not. Let me ask a question. Hodom said an interesting law. We always look at the dominant factor, which is the roiv. So let's say you have here an avela, which is tummy, and you have a shchuta, which is not tummy. Remember, an avela can be metama, a person, and makes your addition, but a shchuta, an avela metama, metama, and so on. But a shchuta, is, is, is at best, it only becomes a Rishon. So a, a Shchutah can never become an Avel. An Avel is much more Tomei than a Shchutah. An Avel is naturally Tomei. A has to come in contact with Tomei. So you have one piece of Avel that got mixed up with 10 pieces of Shchutah. And you touch one of the meat, you don't know which one you touch. Do you become Tomei or not? Or vice versa, there were 10 pieces of Shchutah, of Nevela and one piece of Shchutah, and you touch one of them, you don't know which one. What happened? So he says as follows. If you have nine pieces of shchutah, ten pieces of shchutah, and one piece of nevela, and then you touched it, the din is um, that you don't, you don't become tummy. <clears throat> you don't become tummy. And how is that? He says as follows. 
the veil is bottled in the schutter. You know why the veil is bottled in the Because the dominant one here, which is the schutter, which is the schutter, the schutter, a schutter can never become an avela. What do you mean? Even if you touch it, if you take a shadow and you put it on the schutter, it'll never reach the level of an avela. Never, it'll never be an avela. So therefore, it can never become bottle, and that's why the avela therefore loses its identity, becomes like a schutter. So if you touch it, you don't become tummy. Um, however, but what happens? Let's say you have nine availas and one shchuta. If you have one, nine availas and you have one uh, one over here, when you touch one piece here, we we say that an avela could become a shchuta. It's possible for an avela to become a shchuta if an avela, let's say. Um, Loses its, uh, its um, it becomes foul. It loses its, uh, it's no longer considered a piece of meat. Then it's no longer tummy. Um, it's no longer tummy. So it becomes like min bimine. Um <clears throat> And therefore, because the veil can become a shchutah, sorry, the veil can become a shchutah, so the shchutah does not become bottle. The shchutah does not become bottle in the novella. Because they're all the same, and therefore uh, it becomes like a suffix tum. We don't say there's a vade tum here, it becomes a suffix tum. In other words, one of the pieces there is a shchuta. We don't say, oh, the shchuta is only one versus nine versus ten, so the shchuta is if it disappeared. But because the shchuta, we're talking about according to Rabbi Yudi here, all min min is not bottom. But when it comes to shchuta and the in this regard, if the nevela is the majority, then the shchuta, the, both are considered min min. In the case of if the shchuta is the majority and the nevela is the minority, it's min b'she'ene min, and it's totally bottled. Why? Because the shchuta can never become a nevela. But in the case we have nine nevelas and one shchuta, it's not treated like min b'she'ene min. It's considered min min. They're both the same. Why are they the same? Because the nevela over time can become like the shchuta because if it becomes goes off, it's foul. It's no longer a nevela. And therefore, since it's min b'minoi, I feel about the bottom you hold. That means you have 10 pieces there, and one piece is kosher, you don't know which one. So now when you touched it, you will become tambe, but not because of 100%, but a suffix. And what's the difference? The difference is if you touch truma, we won't burn the truma. We're going to say leave it in suspense because you cannot burn it because you don't know. The, the shchuta didn't disappear. But that becomes min b'minoi. <clears throat> and... Uh, and nowhere do we make a difference whether there's an owner here, there's no owner here. But according to you, according to you, there should be a distinction. If there's somebody claiming it, it shouldn't become bottled, and so on. Because according to you, that's the critical factor. Is there a claimer, somebody claiming it? Even in the case of the one of the of the novella. And the shchuta, we say that it becomes bottled, but no, but according to you, if the novella has an owner who might claim it, it shouldn't become bottled. Maybe it does. Who says it doesn't? Who says that there is no distinction between whether there's an owner claiming it or not? I'll tell you, so I'll prove it to you. But Tanya, but there is, that it doesn't matter whether there's an owner or not. But Tanya, we learned an object that has no owner, let's say you found an animal on Yom Tov and belongs to nobody, the tchum that you can walk with this animal is not according to you, but according to the animal itself. So we see that even though there's no owner, it still has an identity. So really, it makes no difference if there is an owner, there is an owner, whatever the din is, there's identity, it has identity for it. It has no identity, it's bottle, it, ha- it, it becomes bottle. And the fact that there's an owner or a claimant means nothing. Not having an owner is just like it has an owner. 
And therefore, we say that the animal, even though it's ownerless, the tchum is as if it owns itself. And therefore, the tchum follows the animal. So it shows you clearly here, it makes no difference if there is an owner or there is an owner. So therefore, um, Rab Abba was correct in what he had to say. That the fact is, it took on the water and the soul takes up, it takes part of the measure of the dough. And there's an owner there, it doesn't matter if claim they don't claim, there's an owner there, and therefore it shouldn't become bottle. And, and that's why the Mishnah says that you follow tchum above. Omele Abayi says back retorts, Mi kamedamid, what are you comparing Isura Lememoim? You're right, when it comes to Tumer, Isur, bottle. When it comes to Isurim, it is bottle. Abememoim bottle. When it comes to Isur, our question was the water of the soul for Isur Tchumin. Our question was the water of the soul should become bottle. And you bring me rayas from somebody selling wheat and the pebbles, that's Dini Mominus. Dini Mominus have a, the, 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 the fact that the, this person's ownership of the, of the pebbles has a little value, doesn't matter. There's an owner there and therefore it never becomes bottle, doesn't disappear. Just because it's a very minute amount doesn't make it disappear. But when it comes to Yisurim, the laws are that it does disappear. That's our question. So how come when it comes to Tchum, which is a question of Isur, do we say that the owner of the word and the soul doesn't relinquish their ownership, and the Tchum also matters? Why? time of my, so what's the reason? So we have three answers. Abayam, Abayi says, you know why? Gzeda, we are worried. Shema, Tase, Isa, Beshutras. We are worried that if we are going to say that in this case over here, the water and the salt, you can only you can walk the tchum of the owner of the dough. We totally ignore the water and the salt. People will think there are two partners there, and yet it doesn't matter. We look at the main partner, for example, or each partner does whatever they want. So they'll think even if you have an outright partnership, that each partner can carry the object on yomtiv according to their tchum. That they might make that mistake. So therefore, um, that's why the chachamim made takana. That in the case of the dough, the same thing should apply. It's like partnership, and therefore it should be only where they overlap. Um, um, Rava says, No, I'll give you another reason. Tabli, when it comes to spices, you know why it doesn't become bottle? The time of video, the purpose of spices is to give taste. The time of a bottle and taste does not become bottle. That explains the salt and the spices, it doesn't really explain uh, the water. So, Taisa says, The reason why the water is not bottle, according is because the water is very important. Because without the water, you can't have flour, you can't have dough. Just flour. So the again, so the even though it's not because of taste, but when you're a catalyst and you uh, and you the one that causes the whole compound to take place, it does. You can't say, oh, it disappeared, and you wouldn't have dough. So that's reason number two. And Avashi says, you know why it's not bottled the water and the salt? We should have it double shiyeshlematir. That tomorrow there's no laws of tchum, or you can eat the whole thing. Eat the whole thing today if you want. And the rule is anything which is permitted um, tomorrow or later, I feel about the bottle, never becomes bottle. And because it never becomes bottle, that's why we say that both chumin here overlap. Let's just go to the Mishnah. Water is insignificant. And the if only thing that person lent you was water, then that person's chum is irrelevant. It says, water, you tell me disappears, but salt doesn't disappear. Why? But Tanya, we learned that Yehuda himself said that water and salt are both bottled. He said they are both bottled, whether it's in a cooked item or whether it's in a dough, because they're so insignificant. So not only water, he also argues regarding salt. How come our Mishnah only mentions Yehuda's opinion regarding water? The salt also should be bottled according to Yehuda. 
pub in Melos Damis, this is the salt that we're worried about from my Machreni because they go into your eye and they can blind you. This is very, very, very fine salt. That's why it's possible for them to get stuck between your fingernails or something and therefore can blind you. And the hub and melech is draconis. So if you have a kosher salt, big pieces of salt, they don't become bottled. And that's the case of our Mishnah. That's why you don't argue with water. This Bryson, when it talks about salt, that um, that it becomes bottled, it's a very fine flour, melech's dangerous. A very fine salt, but it becomes bottled. <clears throat> The Tanya Gemara we learned elsewhere that water and salt betail and so they become bottle in the dough, but the ain betail and big data they don't become, um, let's say, water does not become bottle when it comes to a cooked item. Because um, you see all the gravy and you can see it, you know, in the dough, the water is absorbed in the dough, you don't see anything at all. But in the, in, in, in the cooked item, in the gravy, you see right there all the water. Um, and our mission seems to say that the water is bottled. The mission doesn't make a distinction between dough or a cooked item. According to Yehuda, the water is always bottled. And the Bryce says that water in a cooked item is not bottled. Says the and, and how do we know we're talking about cooked items as well? We're talking about spices. Spices generally is only used in cooked items. They use it on bread. So the has a steer between the Bryce and the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, it's not a problem. Hub of the um, is talking about, which is very, very thick, um, thick mixture. So you don't really see the water at all. It, the water is all absorbed. Therefore, the water is, is bottled. And over here, when it says the Bryce said, well, not bottled, Here talking about the water is very fluidy and there's a lot of gravy there. And therefore, if it says the water is not bottled because it's visible to the eye. Okay. Everyone should have a good job. It's tomorrow night.